Music speaks in different ways. Welcome to Music Talks. I'm Huang Rei. To start off, let's first enjoy a piece of music played with the Yang Qin, the protagonist of today's show, entitled "Song of Happiness" or "Huan Le Ge" in Chinese. The yangqin is an ancient instrument whose predecessor was plucked and was without a resonance box, neck and fret. Its strings are struck with two lightweight bamboo beaters, also known as hammers, with rubber tips. 
after centuries of evolution and development, various types have been derived so far. Unlike the Guqin, the Yangqin did not originate from China. Indra Ma, associate researcher of the Chinese National Academy of Arts, says the Yangqin appears in many documents, clearly demonstrating the origin of the instrument. It's recorded that the Yangqin was made in the western regions with copper strings. Its sound is graceful and not loud. It's usually performed with the pipa or the huqing, a two-stringed bowed instrument. In the documentation, the Yang character is different from the character that we now use to refer to the instrument, but they sound the same. This yang means foreign, which indicates that the instrument was brought in from abroad. Over hundreds of years, the yangqing has become a native instrument. Its shape, strings, and hammers all undergoing many changes. When the instrument was first introduced into China, it was adopted only by the upper classes. In the Qin Dynasty, palace music gradually became less popular compared to folk or street music. The Yangqing began to creep into many folk performances, opera music, and local folk art, gaining great popularity. The instrument also came to be known as the butterfly Yangqing because of its shape. The Yangqing was traditionally fitted with brown strings, although older Chinese stringed instruments used silk strings, which gave the instrument a gentler sound. More recently, steel annoy strings have been used to give the instrument a brighter and louder tone in conjunction with copper-worn steel strings for the bass notes. The instrument was first played with wooden hammers and was gradually replaced with hammers made of bamboo, as it displays better natural elasticity. One end of the hammers is half covered by rubber. Due to their unique construction, there are several ways to play it. The most common ones being either with the rubber side to create a softer sound or with the bamboo side for a crisper, more percussive sound. The latter is best utilized in the higher ranges of the Yangqin. According to Yin Zhuo Ma, the Yangqin came a step closer to true localization in the early 20th century. In the 1920s, Mr. Chou He Chou, a Guangdong Yangqin performer, was the first person to promote the Yangqin as an independent instrument and incorporate it into textual inheritance. In 1917, he started up a musical instrument shop in Hong Kong, founded a private music school, and taught the Yangqin. 
He was engaged in teaching Guangdong folk music for a long time, as the Yangqing was widely circulating at that time. In 1921, Qiu compiled the first Chinese Yangqing textbook, new compilation of Qing studies. This was a sign that the instrument was moving towards preliminary specialized teaching. This book was highly praised, and for the first time, the old Yang character was replaced with a different one, the one we use today. Through the practice of an increasing number of musicians, the Yangqing gradually formed many schools. Each with a unique local style and had its own traditional repertoire and representative performers. Among the different schools of Yangqing, the characteristics of the Guangdong Yangqing genre can usually be described as active, with the smooth melodies and bright tones. For example, the Yangqing score "Thunder in the Drought" or "Han Tian Lei," which was adapted from ancient Guangdong music. This piece uses strong and rhythmic melodies to express the people's joy at hearing the thunder and the rain after a long drought, bursting with an inspiring and infectious power. Now let's enjoy the Yangqing Concerto.
Until the early 1950s, the two-bridge yangqin had been the only type of yangqin played by both professional performers and amateurs. The so-called modulatory yangqin was invented and first introduced into professional circles in 1959. A later model, the yangqin with four bridges and which has a wider range, was invented in 1971. From the earliest two-bridge yangqin, or the butterfly yangqin, to today's latest models with at least four bridges, this traditional folk instrument has been moving toward the goal of presenting itself as a versatile solo instrument, fitting the modern stage better, both orally and visually. With its rich performing skills, the modern yangqin is able to imitate the sounds of nature and also the playing techniques of other traditional musical instruments. Here are two examples showcasing the yangqin's distinctive sounds, the sound of the wind and the cry of the stork. showing apprehension in every sound. Gurgling water, a stream flowing with rich susurration. Now, let's enjoy another Yangqing classic piece of a different school, Jiangnan Sizhu. Jiangnan Sizhu is a traditional Chinese instrumental ensemble music genre hailing from the Jiangnan region, particularly around Shanghai and Suzhou. This genre boasts a distinctive musical style characterized by its algamation of instruments and cultural identity. With historical roots tracing back to the Min and Qing dynasties, this genre remains cherished and performed in diverse parts of China. Its uniqueness lies in its intricate melodies, ornamentations, and skillful utilization of traditional Chinese scales. The Yangqin, together with the Erhu, Pipa, and Dizi, lies at the heart of Jiangnan Sizhu ensembles. These instruments coalesce to create intricate melodies, harmonies, and rhythmic motives capturing the essence of Jiangnan Sizhu's musical identity.
evolution of the Yang Qin is the inevitable result of the instrument's pursuit of its own change and development, and continues to this day. The development of musical instruments provides necessary material conditions for the improvement of its quality and performance skills. In recent years, the Yangqing has gradually become a family musical instrument, including treble Yangqing, bass Yangqing, alto Yangqing, and sub-alto Yangqing. Since the advent and use of this family of musical instruments, it has been able to form a band with complete sound parts and rich timbre, which has effectively promoted the progress of Yangqing ensemble music. In order to enrich the timbre and avoid noise, electric Yangqing and Yangqing stop dampers have also appeared in the manufacture of the instrument, and many new attempts have been made. At the opening ceremony of the 2008 Beijing Olympic Games, a high-octave Yangqing made its debut. Its maker, Wu Hanjun, explains the idea behind the instrument. Its range is an octave higher than that of the 402 Yangqing. The 402 Yangqing has a mid-range, and the new type of Yangqing has higher timbre recognition and sounds brighter and clearer. Secondly, it's more portable. Due to the concentrated range, the body of the Yangqing has been reduced, and it's relatively lighter. Wu Hanjun started his Yangqing making career as an amateur. Working as an architect, the very first musical instrument he made was a double bass. In 1997, his daughter was learning the instrument, and there was nowhere in their hometown of Shantou, Guangdong province, selling it. After that successful experience, Wu started to work on other Chinese instruments. In 2000, he registered a franchise called Yuesheng Instrument. He says most instruments are handmade and difficult to produce in large quantities. Among them, the Yangqin is particularly difficult to make due to the large number of strings and excessive tension. Out of the 144 strings, if there is one that's not good enough, it can't become a qualified instrument. He worked almost without rest and traveled to big cities to learn and improve his skills year after year. From Wu's perspective, making musical instruments is more than just craftsmanship. Each instrument, even in the same category, has its own characteristics. For instance, the Yangqing, each one you make, looks the same, but is different. The Yuesheng instrument has been holding the faith of producing delicately designed and polished instruments, hoping to present the profoundness of Chinese traditional music. China has the largest population of Yangqing players, larger than that of all other countries combined. It is estimated that in China's mainland, 
there are 50,000 professional Yangqing performers and 400,000 people who are learning to play the musical instrument. Wu Hanjun's daughter has developed a mini-sized Yangqing with a weight of only 2 kilograms, making the instrument more portable and also more suitable for children to play. Today, the Yangqing holds a lead role in small and large ensembles in China and throughout the Sinosphere. It's commonly believed that improving the instrument is an important part of innovation in the music field. And craftsmen like Wu Hanjun are making sure it's more than just a fantasy. Now, it's time to wrap up today's show. Let's enjoy a Yangqing solo named General's Command, or Jiang Junling in Chinese. Performed by Yangqing performer Shi Yue at the Music College of Capital Normal University. It depicts scenes of ancient battlegrounds. Through the transcending of the melody, it narrates the powerful summons of war drums and the tension in times of war.
That's it for this edition of Music Talks. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Huang Rei. The evolution of Chinese musical instruments reveals a rich cultural tapestry that continues to captivate us. Stay tuned for more fascinating insights into ancient Chinese music in future episodes of Music Talks. Until next time, goodbye.